You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. I don't know if you can hear just how loud the helicopters are that are flying around my house right now. Don't worry, the cops are not circling the place. I just live on a military post, and for some reason, there is a ton of aviation activity happening in the sky right now. They're doing like traffic patterns around my house. Um, So if you hear any noises in the background, that's probably what it is. Either that or my kids being loud despite my pleading for them to be quiet and let me record this episode. So my husband is gone right now. Thankfully, it's only for a few weeks, but even still, you know, I've had so many messages from people expressing how sorry they are that he's gone. And I am someone who appreciates that. I am so thankful for every kind word spoken, every prayer prayed, and every comment of encouragement given to just keep my heart uplifted during our time apart. But today, we're going to chat about how we might feel when they go. And spoiler alert it might not always be feelings of heartbreak. So during my nine years of military wife life, I've realized that there are typically two different categories that we fall into during seasons of separation. Number one is I'm totally okay. And that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. (laughs) This past week has been surprisingly amazing. I have gotten into an incredible routine with my kids. I've had lots of time to get my work done in the evenings or just watch whatever cheesy movies I want to without getting eye rolls from my husband. Um, I've gotten to bed earlier. Mm -hmm. And I've had an easier time keeping the house clean for some reason. I don't know what the deal is, but I told my husband how well things were going. And he was like, oh, that's wonderful. What I'm hearing is you're great without me. (laughs) Whoops. What I was trying to convey and what I'm wanting to explain to you is that sometimes you might feel okay while they're gone. And it's okay to be okay. It's okay to not feel like your world is crumbling around you when they have to leave. It's okay to enjoy some downtime in the evenings, to just do whatever you want. It's okay to not be in tears every second of every day because you miss them. And I think that there's almost this idea that to be apart at all is going to be crushing. But when you've built a life with someone who is constantly having to leave you, you realize that over time, you begin to build this strength that you didn't even know you possessed, an independency that might surprise even you sometimes. Because here's the thing, I want you to take note of this. Just as you can count on them going, you can count on you getting through them being gone. Let that sink in. Without fail, they will leave us and it will be hard. But you know what? You're strong. We are strong and we will get through it. I didn't always start off this way. There are times even still when he has to go and I feel anything less than okay. But as the years have gone on, I found it a little easier to be okay when he goes. I remember very early on in our marriage, we only had one child at the time. I told him, you know, I love you so much. But I have to stop feeling like my world just hits pause 
because you have to go. I need to still create and do things. I need to keep building my life and the kid's life up while you're away. When you get home, we will happily have you join in on the fun. But while you're away, we're going to keep on living. And you know what happened? The result was a newfound sense of purpose outside of my husband's career. It was me learning how to be more confident and stand on my own two feet. Me figuring out how to thrive on the home front so that way when he got back home to it, he was welcomed home with loving arms that were proud to share what all we accomplished too. And I know that there can almost be this lingering sense of guilt when he's gone. And if you feel okay, it's like you're getting comment after comment about how sorry people are that he had to leave. And you think, oh, you know, I'm actually doing okay. But I can't say that. There's no way I could ever voice that because then people would think I'm heartless and this terrible wife that doesn't miss her husband. You know, if you've ever experienced that, I want you to know that you're not alone. And that being okay doesn't mean that you care or miss them any less. Now, moving on to point number two, this is the I'm not okay at all category. No matter how short or long he's gone, I fall into this category at least a few days, if not more, out of each time that he leaves. And I've even had some times apart where it felt like the gloomy clouds of not feeling okay would never ease up. They'd never go away. And I doubted if I would ever feel happiness and warmth again. Thankfully, the storms do pass, but sometimes they linger. And when that happens, it can feel so hard. I remember giving birth without my husband by my side, just FaceTiming him as I brought on, you know, brought our second child into the world and then moving our family across country without him, raising a toddler and now a newborn by myself for many months. And I felt anything but okay during those months. They seemed to never end. And you know what? That was totally okay too. It was okay for me to be upset over how lonely I was feeling. It was okay for me to feel completely touched out at the end of every day. It was okay for me to be honest with my friends and family who asked, hey, how are you? And me not give them a fake and surface answer. Because during hard seasons of separation, it is so important for us to not attempt to just fake it till we make it. Listen, pretending like we're okay when we're not will not make things any better. That will only push our minds and our emotions to a breaking point. During those I'm not okay at all days, weeks, or even months, we should first take the time to allow ourselves to fully sit in what we're feeling. Okay, allow yourself the freedom to feel sad. Allow yourself to cry. But once you've pinpointed the many things that might be contributing to your sadness and your tears, try doing one or all of these things to begin feeling a little bit more okay. Before we list this off, I want to just take this moment right now to pause and say that if you are going through and I'm not okay at all time, just know that it is okay to feel that way. I want you to know that you absolutely have permission, not that you need it, but so you know you have it. To just allow yourself to feel that because you're, you're going to be okay at the end of it all. 
um, but you don't have to fake it until you make it. Acknowledge it, and then hopefully what I'm about to share will encourage you um, and empower you to kind of know how to navigate through those feelings because I don't want you to stay not feeling okay. I know it's natural and it's normal, but I don't want you to stay there. So the first thing I'm going to mention If you are at a place where you have acknowledged those feelings and you're working through it, you're ready to try to to work, to overcome, or to get out of that slump, this is the first thing I'm going to recommend, okay? Stay connected with Jesus through sharing those thoughts and frustrations with him. He is our constant friend, and he is the best listener You never, ever have to worry or fear that he will think any less of you for the things on your heart because he knows your heart and he knows your mind even better than you do. And he will not be surprised by a single thing you could ever share with him. So be honest with him. Cover your situation in prayer. It will only ever help bring peace to your life. Military wife, you can be honest with him. He longs for you to spend time communicating with him. So I want to encourage you to do that. The second thing I want to recommend is to stay connected with friends and family that love you and are a positive source of encouragement in your life. Now, what's my reasoning behind adding that positive source of encouragement in your life? Why didn't I just say stay connected with friends and family? Well, if you're feeling down, you need people in your life who are not struggling with feeling down too, so they can help uplift you. Negativity is like fire. The more fuel that you pour onto those flames through negative mindsets and negative conversations, the harder it's going to be to put out those flames. But when you begin to pour water on it, when you choose life-giving conversations instead, being poured into by friends and family who are diligent to throw calming water over you when you feel a flame, it makes all the difference. You should be honest with those trusted people and let them know that you're having a hard time when you are. Let them know that you need extra prayer when you need more support. And even though you may be alone physically while your husband is away, it doesn't mean that you're ever truly alone. The Lord is always with you and he's most likely also provided you with relationships that can bridge that lonely gap in your life while your husband is gone. So let those people do that. Let them bridge that gap. Number three um, is kind of a multifaceted (laughs) recommendation, but I wrote down, stay connected spiritually, consistent with a routine, and in touch with life outside your home. Now, this might not be the reality for everyone, but for me, during those hard seasons of not feeling okay, I honestly, I'm not too proud to admit that they were mostly during times when I neglected to spend time in the word. I neglected to spend time in prayer. I neglected to worship and I severely suffered because of it. God felt so, so far from me during those, those seasons, not because he had distanced himself, but I had pushed him away. And I think it's natural to do. It makes sense to our flesh to just want to withdraw into ourselves and to, to focus on all the things that we feel that we're lacking in that moment. But that mentality is crippling. And as we talked about last week, no matter how hard things might be in our lives, there is always good to be found. There is always something to be thankful for. Now, consistency with the routine doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but it can be whatever you make it. The bare minimum goal, though, is to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. 
Don't allow sadness over your husband being gone to push you to unhealthy extremes. Now, this can look different ways. I've had it where I have gone all day and I like refuse to eat because I was just so sad. I've also had the pendulum swing happen where I was so stressed out and so sad and lonely. I was stress eating and I gained a lot of weight (laughs) because I was eating way too much. So too much or too little, I've done it both. And each time my body wasn't happy with that choice. So striving to still take good care of ourselves while they're away to eat well um, is very important. Also, don't stay in bed all day. You go and take that shower. Take that bubble bath. Go put on the clothes that make you feel confident and pretty. Keep showing up every day, even if it's just for you. Because hubby being home or not, you are worth that much. Lastly, keeping in touch with life outside your home. When you're in this season of sadness and missing your military man, it can almost feel like that ache in your heart takes over every thought in your brain. And before long, you realize, oh, I haven't really talked to many people this week. Oh, I haven't left my house in four or five days. Life just feels like it's happening in slow motion. And that countdown to them coming home feels like it's never going to get there, right? Well, as my dad used to say, watching the water will not make it boil any faster. And essentially, that's saying keeping track of every little second that you're getting closer to him coming home isn't going to make it come any faster. So get out of your house. Take your eyes off that countdown clock and live. You might not feel 100% happy 100% of the time, but honestly, who does, right? You go and take that walk, go shopping, connect with friends and family over dinner, whatever you choose, I promise you, it will really, really help. And that's all I've got to say about that. So (laughs) I hope that some of what has been shared today will be an encouragement to you as you continue living this challenging, but oh so rewarding life as a military family. However you're feeling right now, Homefront Heroes Ministries wants you to know that it's okay. Feeling happy or sad, like you're thriving or barely surviving, you're not alone. You might experience a combination of emotions during your season of separation, and that's totally normal too. Just remember that God loves you, and it's okay to be okay or not okay at all. And that's your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.